For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Over 5 million people play football in the USA and here to bring it to you in the raw, uncut, unadulterated is the undisputed number one sports show in Atlanta and abroad. 100 yards of football live from headquarters. It's more than a game, more than a show. It's where football blends culture, economics, and society. Tap in, tune in, and lock in to 100 yards of football now. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Welcome to 100 Yards of Football. And tonight is our Legends segment. And ladies and gentlemen, we have a great show for you tonight. We, we got the Price family on with us tonight. We got Coach Norman Price. We got his son, Coach at Atlantic High School. Great basketball player at Seacrest. Greg Price on with us tonight. Hey, guys, welcome to the show. You're welcome. Glad Man, to be here. This is a dream come true to have the two of you on with me tonight. <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited. Um, you know, when I think about um, Coach Price, you know, of course, you know, back in the old Atlantic high days, I was in school in the mid-70s, and um, he was still yeah. there. And so, you know, here's the thing, um, Coach. You know, we know you as a great coach. Yeah. We know you as a great um, athletic director. We know you were assistant principal at one time. Um, but what we didn't know about you is what a great athlete you were yourself before you became a coach. Oh, okay. All right. And so, first of all, let me ask you this. You're always the tallest man on campus. How tall are you? Well, I used to be 6'3". Six, 6'3"? Three. Six, three? That's all? Yeah, that's all. That's all? Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, so let me ask you this. Um, when did you start playing basketball and went, or baseball? And I know you were a great runner. You also was a track star. Yeah. So how did that all come about for you back in Arkansas? Well, uh, I lived on a small farm about five miles out of town. Mm -hmm. My dad was a coal miner, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, we we raised about a, a bale of cotton a year. But anyway, <laughs> I 
I had a brother that was in the sports and he was pretty good and it mm -hmm. started me wanting to be like him. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to be a hurdler and I wanted mm -hmm. to make the Olympic team. Wow. And uh, that was my goal. And wow. uh, uh, But as I got into high school, we didn't have a track and uh, we didn't have any hurdles. Mm -hmm. So I found a, a, a little book in the library written by a, a, a pole vaulter. Okay. I can't remember his name right now, but he had all the dimensions of the hurdles and how far apart they were. Mm -hmm. So I got the shop teacher at school to build me three hurdles. <laughs> And uh, that's when I started hurdling. <laughs> oh, wow. So it's amazing now. It's amazing because you, you're self-taught then. Yeah. You're, uh, you're self-taught. Yes. My coach didn't know a thing about hurdling. <laughs> and, uh, another interesting story. Uh -huh. When I was a sophomore, I was playing football. Well, uh -huh. I was going out for football. Uh -huh. And... Uh, one day, one Friday, coach came to me and said, Price, I'm going to start you tonight. <laughs> but I was playing end, and I lined up where the ends all line up. The kickoff came, and the ball came right to me. <laughs> and I caught the ball, and I run 80 yards for a touchdown. Wow. The first time I ever touched the wow, ball. Wow, that's amazing, man. <laughs> That's a great story right there. That's amazing. Because, see, Coach, I had no idea that you played football. I, I would have never known that had I not, you know, looked into some things about you. I would assume that you were a great basketball player and that I knew you probably ran track because you always coached track. Yeah. But I had no idea that you played uh, football. And you also well, played a little baseball as well, right? Well, I did uh, not much. But... Uh, I did then when I was in the Marines. Okay. And uh, I, I was on a Marine team and we won the, I had a triple that got us to win the <laughs> base championship. <laughs> wow. So, but that's, that was interesting. That's but amazing. I, I, I went to my little school. I lived in a town. Mm -hmm. Only a thousand people. Oh wow! Okay. And and we were very small, but mm -hmm. we were consolidated and, mm -hmm. and had buses going out all over the area, ten miles out to pick up mm -hmm. kids. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, we had a really good athletic program. Mm -hmm. We in basketball, we went to state, went to state tournament, mm -hmm. and. Uh, got beat by the team that won it. And uh, uh, so, but in the process, there's a coach up in the stands, saw me play and mm -hmm. he, he wanted me to come down to a little Southern State uh, College in Arkansas. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, I want to go to the University of Arkansas. <laughs> well, he, he thoughtfully called a coach up there and recommended wow. me and, and wow. they brought me up. So I went to the University wow. of Arkansas on the basketball scholarship. That's amazing. And and uh, I played all three sports at Arkansas, really. 
Uh, wow, that's amazing, man. That's that's amazing. You know, story. You, right? <laughs> when, when you think about when you think about today and in, in the time that we live in today, right? You know, even during my time in high school, when you were, yeah. when we were in Atlantic, you know, we were allowed to play multiple sports. Yeah. I mean, I played football, and as soon as football season was over, I went to basketball. And when that was over, I went to track and no, 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 no coach got in the way of that. Yeah. Nowadays, it's not that way. You know, you play one sport and they don't want you to play the other sports. I think it's crazy. You know, I I think I think you get better in each sport when you play all of them together. I I think basketball helps football and they all work together. Right. Yeah. Um, but nowadays, man, they make you specialize at an early age. Yes. And, and it's tough because, you know, I, I think about my own personal self. When I was in the ninth grade at Atlantic, the best thing I did as a ninth grader was play basketball. Yeah. And what if Josh Smith would have told me, well, Bobby, you got to stop playing football, right? You got to focus on basketball. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. I would have missed the boat. Right, Greg? Yeah, <laughs> I would have really missed the boat. So, so I'm so glad that I played in the era that I played in because you, you have that going on now. And um, um, but I, I really believe that each sports work with the other and, and it helps you get better. You know, I know jumping like for me, especially when I got in the NFL, you know, the receivers were all taller than me pretty much. Right. And yeah. so I had to bear jump. And had I not been a long jumper or had I not played basketball, working on my jumping all the time, you know, where would I be? I mean, it helped my football game. It helped my football game. So so you went 80 yards on the first time you got on the football field, and then you played football also at Arkansas. You were a great basketball player, but you were a great track runner. And you just didn't run the hurdles, Coach. You were a pretty decent quarter miler, right? Yeah. I I had the school record in the quarter mile, wow, forty-seven seven, and, wow, uh, but uh, uh, I lost the train of thought here. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, but that's oh. a heck of a that's a heck of a race. The quarter mile, you know, I ran track. I know the quarter yeah. to me is the hardest and toughest race on on yeah. the um, yeah. on the track track and field um, team. And so it's a sprint, but it's also yeah. endurance. And I tell I, you, man, that is just a tough race. That's a tough I race. A, I had the Arkansas record till all the black wow. guys started running. <laughs> hey, coach, they started running 45s and 44s, right? <laughs> hey, but here's the good thing. You can say that at one time you held the record. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So now, so Greg, for you growing up, you know, your dad, um, by the the time y'all moved to Delray from Arkansas, right? You were just a baby? Yeah, I was only two years old. Two years old? Yeah. But I can imagine, I can imagine at a young age, you went to all the basketball games. You were influenced by, I, I always call it the culture, right? Right. All football, basketball, and track. Basketball, basketball. All of it, right? 
Yeah. So how was it for you growing up? Um, what, what really inspired you? Because I know your dad was coaching, but you got a chance to see a lot of guys play at a young age. What was that like for you? Uh, well, we did play a little bit of Little League when I got to be okay. 12 years old. Okay. <laughs> and uh, that was the first kind of, I guess, a team sport that I, I participated in. But okay. um, my brother was a pitcher and I was a catcher. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> So we could practice in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could practice in the backyard. He, he was awesome. really good at it because he was a lefty. And okay. a lot of people in Little League, that lefty gives you a little bit of an advantage. Right. And uh, wow, he, he was good at it. He, he made the All-Stars. I didn't make the All-Stars. But okay. uh, uh, then we when we went to junior high, that's where we started competing, mm -hmm. you know, athletically with mm -hmm. everybody else. Mm -hmm. Of course, I got to go to – junior high with a lot of good players. A lot, <laughs> of, a lot of athletes, right? Yes. <laughs> no no question. So when we talk about your your high school team at Seacrest, right? Yeah. And your, and your dad was coaching you the whole time. Yeah. Well, before I ask you that question, was it tough that your dad was your was your coach as well? How was that? No, I, no I didn't think so at all. Okay. I, I, I don't think so. Maybe he thought so. <laughs> <laughs> But I didn't think it was tough at all. I did what he said, tried to do what we what we were supposed to do. Absolutely. Well, one well, thing he, he did do though that mm -hmm. I, me and uh, when I was a tenth grader, Willie Gibson was a senior. Right. Okay. And uh, he made us play one on one after practice every day. Mm -hmm. And I think both of us ended up hating each other for doing it. <laughs> we, we did. We competed, and he didn't like to lose, and I didn't like to lose. Absolutely. You know, it was a hell of a competition. <laughs> Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. Well, I, I tell you what, Greg, though, you, you know, at the time you don't think that way, but that was the right. best thing for you, playing him one-on-one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. He, that, he made had... you, that made you the guy you was when he left. Right. You know, because you were a monster player. I mean, you, you, I, I think at one point at, at, at Seacrest, you led the team in scoring and you led the team in assists. Right. Right. Yeah, that, that, that only happens in the modern day, right? <laughs> That only happens in the modern day. You know, you got right. these guys who are tri this triple-double stat that they keep now. Those kind of things were not kept when you were in high school. Right. That, that said a lot about you as a basketball player because you would give the ball up. Uh, I had some good players to give it to. 
Sammy and I were a really good combo. Sammy Taylor and I were oh, really yeah, good. Oh, yeah, Sammy, yeah. Man, I tell you, Sammy was a heck of an athlete. Yes, he was. He truly was a great athlete. And I can imagine watching him playing defense. I'm quite sure he was a great defensive player. Yes, he was. He had to be. Yeah. And so now, Greg, when we talk about your high school team, you had Sammy Taylor. Um, was Rick Roden with you? Rick Roden. Oh, wow, man. Yep. Man. Now, I he, call Rick Roden the GOAT. He might be the best athlete that would come out of it at Seacrest out there already, period. Uh, he's one of the best, that's for sure. He, <laughs> he was quite a phenomenal athlete, for yes. sure. Yes. Um, and so you had um, Sammy Taylor, you had Rick Roden. Was Ernie Williams with you? Did you Ernie, play? Ernie Ernie Williams. Right. And uh, I see Dudley Weems. And uh, 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 what was our center's name, Dad? I can't even think of his name now. Oh, he's he passed away a long time ago. He did. Danny. Uh, oh, I can't even fishing, think of his name. The fishing guy. The fishing guy. He loved, loved the fish. <laughs> so I, I would have been hanging out with that guy. <laughs> well, he passed away not long after high school. Oh, right. It's been that long ago. Wow. That's tough. That's yeah. Dan Duncan. So, Dan, right, Duncan. So now, Dan Duncan, that's his name. Okay. Well, what about Freddie Mitchell? Was Freddie Mitchell on the team as well? Yeah, he was a younger player. Right, okay. And uh, he he didn't play much while I played, but he played the next year a little bit with my brother. Okay. And so, they had a, another player there um, that was really good. He, he played a lot with me. Mm -hmm. uh, what was his name? I can't even think of it. Oh, shoot. Uh, who was the guy that played guard with Steve, Dad? Uh, I'm thinking. <laughs> he was pretty good. He played a lot with when I played, too, as a oh, junior. Did? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll I tell you what. It's, it's he was from Boynton Beach. He was from Boynton. Yeah. All right, so let me ask you all this question. All right. All right. So let me ask you this question. This is something that I always think about. When I think about Palm Beach County, right, I always say on the south end of the county, football is the sport, right? And then I start to think, when you start talking about the north end of the county, Riviera, West Palm, is more of a basketball area, traditionally, right? Uh, I think you you're probably right, right up the right place. And, and <laughs> then you get the kids from Boynton. The kids from Boynton are really good basketball players. It seems that they have good basketball. Because when I was in high school, Lake Worth had all the kids from Boynton. <laughs> and they would beat us. I mean, I don't, man, we couldn't beat Lake Worth. You know, they, they had the stars, the Taylor brothers. I mean, I can go on, Ronald Raz, I can go on and on. So, so, so but for, for Seacrest, you had the kids in Boynton and some of the kids in Delray, and some kids from Boca Raton, am I right? At Seacrest at the time? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's pretty much what y'all had made, y'all made up of was Delray, Boynton, and, and Boca. Not much from Boca, but Delray and Boynton, yes. Right, right. Not from Boca? Not from Boca. Okay, okay. okay. No, Delray Beach High School had kids from Boca. That's where I'm getting confused. Okay. They had kids from Boca. Seacrest started in 1945. 1945. Boca kids and Boynton kids. 
and mm -hmm. the LRA kids. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, we didn't beat Lake Worth in football <laughs> for several years. <laughs> but uh, we have an interesting story how we beat Lake Worth. <laughs> you had some strategy? Who, Greg? Who's the guy that has the big trucking industry out in out in Tahoe? Zucala. Zucala. Who? Zucala. No, no. Uh, I started a story here and I can't remember a name, so I'll back it, 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 It'll come back. It'll come back to us. But anyway, he he was a he was at Lake Worth, mm -hmm. and he got upset with Eckworth, so they moved to Delray, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, he intercepted a ladder, running back for a touchdown. Uh -huh. We beat Eckworth for the first time in history. <laughs> Ed Walpole was his name. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Well, I just thought of the guy's name that played with Steve, Victor Roming. Victor yeah. Roming, okay. He, he was pretty good. He was, he pretty, was good. pretty good. <laughs> So, okay, so all right, Coach Price, let me ask you this, right? Because, I mean, you came from Arkansas, you came to Delray. Yes. Right, so when you saw the the talent pool as far as athletics were concerned, did you feel that we had great athletes at the high school to choose from? Uh, yes. I was very fortunate when I came here. Mm. <laughs> We had some really good basketball players. Yes. And uh, there was a, somebody in junior high school that had worked with them and mm -hmm. taught them some skills. Mm -hmm. uh, but I had the six, 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 seven guy move in. Wow. Okay. That he, helps. <laughs> he, yeah. He, he was pretty good. And, uh, but uh, he, First year we had to get a physical. He went mm -hmm. to the doctor and he wouldn't let him play because of his heart. Oh, okay. Wow. We ended up winning 13 games my first year. Mm -hmm. So that the next year he got to play and we went wow. 30 and one. <laughs> Whoa, wow, man. That was a heck of a season right there now. Yeah. Wow, wow. Well, so. well you were quite successful um, at Seacrest with basketball. Yeah, you know, and traditionally, traditionally, we're not known for basketball, but you yeah. turned the program around and you got the basketball program yeah. going, and you and you had a great career. I mean, when I look at your numbers, you know, you won about 60, 67, close to sixty eight percent of your games. That that's almost that's incredible in the game of basketball, right? Um, yeah, I had um, Coach Price about. The end of January this year, I had um, two gentlemen on, on this show. And one I knew about um, because he was a coach, basketball coach at North Shore when I was in high school. Yeah, Young you man, had, Andrew Floyd. Floyd Andrews. Floyd Andrews, right? Probably the best coach in Palm Beach County. Hey, that guy. So I had him on the show. And Greg, what he was on the show, we were talking about Roosevelt. I had no idea that Roosevelt in 1968 went 27 and 0. 
Well, dad took us to their district finals against Ely. And wow. we, we were the only white people in the crowd. We had a great game. They had Pogo Lang and oh, Nicholson man. and Lowry. Yeah. They yes. had a great team. They, they had a great they, team. They, they, they were, it was like men against boys. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what's so amazing about those guys were, you know, in high school, and I, and I think it's still the same today, you play eight-minute quarters, right? So you're basically playing 32 minutes is the whole game. Yeah. And those guys were scoring in some games 140 points. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a three-point line. Like, how do you no. do that? No three-point line. How you score? So it's like you got to be running up and down the floor like that all the time, right? So, 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 coach. Now, now, when you coached, were you more of a defensive mind coach, or are you, um, you're offensive mindset? What, what, how do you think about the game as a whole? Did you well, did you try to win from a defensive standpoint? Uh, I started my life as a defensive ball control coach. Okay. And uh, I learned that at, at Arkansas. Okay. And uh, I continued with it, but uh, ended up, I didn't have any big kids to play. Right. So I had to figure out a way to get the ball more often. So mm-hmm. I started right. pressing a lot. Ah, okay. Okay. I did the steals. I didn't have to get as many rebounds. That's so right. That's right. That speeded up my game a lot. Right, and, right. And man, that's cool. Greg man. and Sammy Taylor were two good little guards. <laughs> hey, I can I can imagine that ball being um, inbound in, and they trapped that thing down there at the bottom of the free throw line, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> On that press. Yeah, so, so well, Greg, what, 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 what was your game like? Were you more of a perimeter shooter, or are you penetrated, or are you a little bit of both? Whatever the defense yeah. gave you. Who, me? Who are you? Yeah. How, how I, you I was a perimeter shooter, mainly. Okay. All right. Okay. That's but we cool. didn't have no three-pointers in. You have no three-pointers, right? <laughs> no. You know, I went in the gym one night, um, and co- I was with Coach Coffee. Uh-huh. Larry, you know, Larry Coffee is uh-huh. my very best friend in the world, right? So I'm with them up at up at Twin Lakes, all right, after, mm-hmm. after integration when Coach Coffey was a head football coach at Twin Lakes. And I went to see him play a basketball game, and they had this guy named Russell Robinson. Greg, I don't know if you remember that guy's name, Russell Robinson. And, of course, he come out of the locker room, and everybody had on white all-stars, but he had on red (laughs) (laughs) all-stars. And, Greg, he took every shot from almost half court. I'm like, dude, what is he doing, right? <laughs> and they had, like, three guys that were 6'6 six, six or better. And so when he missed those shots, they rebounded and just put it back up. And, <laughs> you know, I'm like, this is crazy. So, But what I remember from the game, when I was a young fellow, what I remember from the game was, you know, he would shoot it, and then if he made one or two, somebody would come out and get him. And then they'll put the ball on the floor and go to the basket, right? Yeah. So, in other words, he had his own little chess game going on. And his coach, Coach Cerevello, allowed mm-hmm. him to play that way, mm-hmm. which was unique and hard, right? And, yeah. so, and so, yeah, so I saw that when I got in high school. 
I started to think that way as a junior. And I took a long jumper like that. Coach Dobar called me to the sideline and sit me down on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the end of that theory for me, right? You know, I, I can't I can't play that way. So <laughs> but anyway, it, very intriguing. A lot of great basketball in Palm Beach County, you know, over the years. You know, coach, when you had the team, you really took the team to a different level. And you made the basketball at um, Seacrest very respectable, very respectable. And the competition you played, I mean, you played everybody. I mean, you played Ely. I mean, you were down in Miami. You played everybody. I think you even played Plantation one year, something like that. I mean, you played everybody. Yes. Pompano. Pompano. I mean, you know, and those are places where basketball is played at a very high level, right? And yeah. so I commend you because you took what you had and, I, you know, just just by you telling me right then that, you, you know, you're not very tall. So you knew you had to um, get more opportunities by pressing, trapping the ball and things like that, playing hardcore defense, which is smart. Right. And so yeah. um, that allow you to win a whole bunch of games just, just, just by your coaching ability. You know, it's, it's really uh very difficult or a shame. I'm going to say it this way. When you get a coach that's coaching and can't coach the kids that he has, he's got a system, but he can't coach the kids that he has. I had yeah. I coached a team that went to the finals of the state and Greg yes. probably coached the best team that's ever been in Delray beach. And wow. he can tell you the guys that was on that team. Wow. And so, Greg, who, who was on that team? Who do you have on that team? Well, I had a Rodney Dobard. Okay. I, I had uh, Brian Hansel at guard, Keith Hogan at guard. Okay. Um, a, a boy named Reggie Flownery and another boy named James Blue. Wow. And if, I, if I'd had a, one more player, I, we got beat. We, we went 28 and 6, and wow. I got beat. Twice by two state champions. So those wow. were the only two teams in Florida that beat us. <laughs> wow. Now, let me ask you this. Was Barry, would, would, would Barry Hill's son have been on that team? Had he stayed? No, he was let after that. After that, okay. And uh, that's a, I don't want to tell you that story, but <laughs> uh, he could have been a star at Atlantic High School too. Wow. But he transferred to, to uh, I think, Olympic Heights after okay. his freshman year. Oh, wow. Wow. And and that's when we, I quit that year. I, I retired after that year. When that I was the last year, I was that was the reason I retired. Oh wow, that's tough, man. That's tough. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, let me. Well, was there a lot of recruiting going on in that time? Well, period? I'll tell you a story. Mm-hmm. Back in eighty, I think it was eighty three or about eighty three. There was a Boca Boca High had Reggie Dobart, Ronnie Brady, Aunt Quince, and wow. a a white center, um, and they beat everybody. They were freshmen. They were all freshmen. Wow. And I got, Reggie came to my, Reggie came to me, and 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 Ronnie Brady came to me. Amp Quint stayed at Boca, mm-hmm. and the O'Rourke, his, his name was O'Rourke. He went to Pope John Paul. Okay. Well, I ended up with the best of the team. Wow. <laughs> team, but they would have, they could have been state, 
qualifiers for sure if they just stayed at one school, but there might not have been enough basketballs to go around. Well, you know, but that's a, that's amazing now, right? Because yeah. now, I mean, both of you guys can tell me this. You know, I, I come up with my own theory. You know, I got four boys. My oldest son is a basketball player, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he won state. Matter of fact, his junior year uh, at the highest classification here in, in, in Atlanta, they were 31 and 0, Greg and lost a state title game to a team named Wheeler High School out in Marietta, uh-huh. which was a great program out there. And uh, we got beat pretty good. I think we got beat between 15 and 20 points. And we hadn't lost a game the whole year. Right. And so the next year, his senior year, and I'll never forget it, Coach, Coach Price, I remember losing state in football my junior year. Right. And I had one more year to, to get it right. And I didn't get it right. So that night when my boy came home, I was waiting on him. When they lost that state title game, I sat him down. I said, I'm going to tell you right now, make your mind up, go back to work, get back to the game next year, and finish the game. I mean, you got to finish it because you got one more opportunity. Don't let this opportunity go by. So work extremely hard this offseason. And the other guard that played with them, we, we had a center who's like six, seven on a high school team. And everything went through him. And that team just trapped him, right? And because we're so mechanical in going, putting that ball down the paint, the guys on the perimeter never really played. Greg, yeah. they were just looking to throw the ball. Dude, shoot the ball, right? Just <laughs> shoot the ball. You can shoot the ball. Because the other guard that played with my son was a guy kid by the name of Jody Meeks who played at Kentucky. He was good enough to go to Kentucky. Yeah. And he had like a 10, 11 year career in the NBA. And so those guys could play, but they wouldn't shoot the ball. We were just trying to get the ball inside the whole game. Yeah. And that team said, we're not going to allow them to beat us that way. And we didn't make those kind of adjustments. Right. And so the next year they came back and we, we put them on a national schedule. So we played, we went to Fairfax, California, got beat like a slave. (laughs) <laughs> we played a team from matter of fact we lost to um stefan curry's team which we should have beat we, we lost. They, they should have beat us greg they should have beat us but we, we lost and then we lost to this team from new york a private school that had five seven footers on the team from the sudan and two great guards and so we couldn't defend them right i mean we had one we had a six nine kid and the next kid was Jody, who was the guard went to Kentucky. He was 6'4". And so my son's 6'2", and everybody else is below that. But we got in the state tournament that year. They beat everybody by 20. And they won the state title. Wow. Oh. And I felt, Coach, I felt like I had won it because, you know, I lost two of those things in football in high school, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was so proud. It was a great moment for all of us, right? Sure. So, yeah, so I understand how that goes. But nowadays with the with the AAU basketball, how do y'all feel about AAU basketball? Well, I, I tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't want to coach today mm-hmm. because all it is is a recruiting game. And uh, uh, guys can go anywhere in the state to play. There's no – and uh, – it's it, it's it, it's almost all over the United States, but in Florida, it's yes. really really yes. bad about. And uh, uh, 
you could be a great coach and get out recruited. <laughs> exactly. And, and we all know that there could be a lot of different motivations for being recruited, right? Oh, yeah. Right. right. It, it don't necessarily have to do with just playing basketball. Right. Yeah. All right. We know that, right? And so, which is sad. And, and what you lose is, uh, I, I just think back in our community, um, when I played in high school and when you great when you were in high school, the bond that we had from our community, the pride that we had, even to this day, I love Delray Beach so much, right? And I'm telling you, I tell people in a minute that there are no greater football players in the world than Delray Beach, yeah. right? right? I brag on Delray because I'm proud about Delray where I come from and the, the guys that played with me and before me and after me that came through Delray, right? I'm proud of that. Yeah. But if all those guys had the opportunity to go to Miami or go to, you know, just move, I mean, it's not the same. It's just really not the same, right? Yeah. And so uh, I agree with you, Coach Price, on that. Before I got here, there was a high school, Delray High School, um, mm -hmm. played in the state tournament. They had a great player named Bill Talbot. He went on Bill to the University of Miami and played. Okay. And I'd like to introduce you to a name. Okay. Babe Rump. Okay. Who is that? He's, he was an early football coach at Delray. Oh, okay. He played against Bronco Nagurski. Oh, wow. So he go way back. <laughs> Bears, yeah. said, when we played him, we had to tape our ears down. They didn't have helmets. That's right. That's right. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was a coach and teacher at, at, at Seacrest back in the early days. And wow. he was an interesting character. <laughs> wow. Well, well, you know, all those football guys are very interesting characters. I can tell you right now. So, Coach Price, I'm going to mention some names, and I want you to tell me what you think. Randy Cooper. Well, Randy Cooper came as my JV basketball coach. Okay. And, uh, by the way, I was his JV football coach. Wow. And I... His assistants I had on my JV football team and taught them all the wing tee. Really? Yes. Wow. And Are you kidding me? So no, you I'm hold on now. To, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're telling me the offense that I ran in high school under Coach Wilder, you brought that offense to Seacrest? Yeah. We were playing that same offense in junior high. Wow. At Delray Junior High, we were running the wing T2. Wow. <laughs> that is amazing, and dude. We had Ronnie Mack and Sammy Taylor and Horace Bush running it. All they those guys. Moved right into the high school. And Dennis Matthews, Doug Davis. Dennis Matthews, oh Doug Davis. Gosh. That's right. Coach Price, you got to be kidding me, man. You, you, oh my gosh. I See, Baldwin and, and Farrell. Wilder. Well, Wilder wasn't on my JV team, but right. Wilder, Wilder learned his football from Webb Pell over in Pahokee. Pahokee, yeah. And, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Man, that's amazing. Let me the tell you a story about Pahokee. Uh-huh. He, he was our arch rival, Webb Pell was. 
Okay. We studied his film, and every time they'd get inside the ten, he'd put another man on the field. He'd substitute eleventh okay. man. Okay. And every time, if you run a uh, broke a wrong run by his bench, he had number twelve man signed off the bench to make tackle. Make the tackle. It was, it was only a penalty. That's all it was, right? That's right. That's right. We we had <laughs> we. We had a, 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 a black guy from Boynton Beach, Davis. Mm -hmm. Doug Davis? Really, really great running back. He yeah, broke running. one down the sideline, and number 12 <laughs> come off the bench, and, and Davis just sidestepped him and went on down. <laughs> I love so it. After the game, Coop goes over to Webb Pell and says, if you're going to send that man off the bench to make the tackle, you better teach him how to tackle. How to tackle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, you know what's amazing? When we talk about sports, right? You know, whatever the rules are, right? You know, coaches are going to take it up to the to the top, right? So I've seen that happen before in a game um, at Carver High years ago when the coach came off the bench and tackled somebody <laughs> and all they got was a 15 yard penalty and they yeah. didn't score. Yeah. yeah. They didn't score. It was like, Whoa, you know, <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Right. But yeah. So, uh, so Randy Cooper, Randy Cooper was so competitive. Greg, you know what he should do to me? Cause when I was in high school, he wasn't coaching at all, but he was still on campus back in 70, you know, five, 76, 77. And he would always want to play me in basketball, right? He's a dirty basketball player. He's going to elbow <laughs> He throws you. more elbows He's than gonna knock you down. against. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Greg, I used to laugh at him, right? I go, what is this guy doing? <laughs> yeah. I used to play him, too. <laughs> but, but you know what? What a great man. Yeah. I mean, I, Coop, I love Cooper. Coach Cooper. Man, I love Coop, Coach Cooper. Coop, Coop was my best friend. Was he really? And wow. I, when he died, hmm. I got his funeral on a Seahawk football field. Wow, really? Yeah. Wow, man. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> but, you, but you know, it's something, right? Um, yes. That year, I can tell you what year he died. He died yeah. in 2014. Because I remember, <laughs> I remember my wife, not my wife, my me and my mom and Larry Coffey oh. was going to the hospital at Bethesda to pray for one of our classmates. Okay. She was put in hospice at Bethesda. And so we went there to pray for her. Right. But yeah. when we got there, we saw a lot of people from Boynton there and they said, coach Harris had just drove himself to the hospital. Oh yeah. So he had the stroke and he had the aneurysm. Right? right. Well, we kind of shift gears. We went to see um, Coach Harris and his wife, talked with her, prayed with them. And before we left the room, she said, you know, Coach Cooper uh, is two doors down from, from Coach oh. Harris. Yeah. yeah. And so we went there to see him, and, and Dana was there in the room. Uh -huh. His daughter, Dana, who graduated with me, by the way. Right. Yeah. Okay. And so we went in there and spent some time with them and prayed, prayed for him. And then I think about a week later, he passed. Yeah, yeah. I think it's about a week later. So I, that's how I remember the year he passed, because it was that year that, um, yeah. yeah, all of yeah. them were in the hospital at the same time. Hmm. 
so so coach tell me about tell me about um coach baldwin well <laughs> he was known as a badass <laughs> he was a, he was a bad dude wasn't he <laughs> Hey, let me tell you something about him that was good for me. He was a tough coach, right? Yes. Even he though he didn't, he didn't, he didn't coach my position, but you know, he didn't mess around. He didn't play. And when I went to Florida State, the guy who coached my position was Don Baldwin all over again. <laughs> okay. His name was Jack Stanton. He was a hard, tough dude. Oh my gosh. I mean, he, man, he have his knee in your back, pushing you the whole time. And he's always in your face like that. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. You know, I didn't like it at the time, of course. Right. Because I had a rude awakening when I went to, when I went to Florida state. So remember my senior year, I'm the, I'm the quarterback, I'm the quarterback of the high school team. So what that meant, Greg, you know, in practice, nobody hit me. Yeah. So I'm I'm like the white collar I'm like the white collar football player, nobody yeah. can hit me. I just throw throw balls in practice. But Friday night I get to light it up, right? I'm fresh on Friday night. Well, I, I meant that. Florida, it. Yeah, okay. Huh? So I, I go to Florida. Compliment. <laughs> well, I go to Florida State, and it changed. I went from a white collar football player to a blue collar football yeah. player. They had me laying out, diving for balls. I'm hitting hit my head on the ground, bam. And I say, you know, football has show change for me. <laughs> it's not easy like it was in high school. But that guy, I'm so thankful though, coach. I'm really thankful for hard coaching. I'm, I'm glad that that guy was my coach because he really made me better. There's no doubt about it, he made me better. And anytime you coach hard, it'll make you better if you don't buck the system, right? If you yeah. buy in, if the player buys in, you got to buy in, right? If he buy in and you coach hard, you're going to play better. I, I just believe that, right? Yeah. I just believe that. So what about this guy right here? Reggie Dobart. Uh, the coach or the player? Junior. The coach. The coach. He was a good player, I tell you that. I used to play with him in AAU ball you did? back in the day. Right. Um, he was a hell of a defensive player. Uh-huh. And uh, he could guard anybody. Guys are three and four inches bigger than him. Oh, wow. We oh, played for Marathon Oil down at the Civic Center. Okay. And he was a hell of a defensive player. Wow. Wow. Now, he and played college ball at Cookman, right? I think so. At Cookman. Yeah, I think so. Now, you played at Stetson. And Stetson is in Daytona, right? It's uh, 30 miles east of there. Okay. Or west of there. Okay. Uh, we played Cookman. We'd always play them in a couple of scrimmages and games right. before the season. Exhibition games like that. Yeah. Like yeah. That. yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. So how was that experience for you, Greg, being up there in Daytona? Oh, I had a I had a great time. I I got really lucky. Mm -hmm. I I made the varsity team my senior my freshman year because of uh um uh, oh that's team that Oh, what was it called? <laughs> Up in the hills of West Virginia, you had the plane crash and lost all their football Oh, players. yeah, 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 yeah. You're talking about uh, – well, I'll tell you in a second. It'll come yeah. to me in a second. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's why I got to play my freshman year. So, 
and we uh, we had a real good team, mm-hmm. and we went to the NSA. It was it was college division. We weren't in Division right, right, One, right, right, and uh, but we went up. I was I was starting by the time we went to the playoffs. So wow, man, that's cool. I had a real good experience until I tore my knee up that summer. <laughs> oh, you did? You yeah. Do, you do your ACL? Yep. And I had the same surgeon that Barry Hill did, and his didn't work, and mine didn't work either. Wow, man, that's too bad. They, they were experimenting on us. And in yes. fact, the surgeon got fired from the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's bad. That's yep. bad. That's bad. Yep. That's tough, man. Yep. But you know, that's one of the things that when we sign up to be athletes and we sign yeah, up to be athletes, that's right. it's a part of it, right? Well, it kept me out of going to Vietnam, too, so well, come on. Yep, exactly, right? <laughs> Well, I, I tell you, man, you know, um, nobody escapes injury. Yeah, that's you know, true. You know, I, I remember as a player myself, um, you know, everybody said, man, you're fine. You look good. Uh, but nobody <laughs> knew I had my neck fuse. I had C4, 5, 6, and 7 fuse. Nobody knew that I had my left shoulder replaced. I got an artificial shoulder over here. And, well, you had a great career. Well, thank yeah. you. I mean, I had a lot of fun. And um you know, it was something, uh, Greg, you know, I, I like to share this with people because, you know, I started dreaming to play pro football when I was nine years old. Wow. And the reason I started dreaming to play pro football because we had such great talent in Delray, and I was inspired. Um, the, the first time I saw Gail Sayers playing a game, i never forget it. i never forget it, just like it was last night. I saw Gail Sayers play, and, you know, he's the most exciting thing you've ever seen running football, right? Yeah. And I was so uh, excited and inspired by what I saw. I go to my room. No, now nobody, I don't know where I got this from, right? I go to my room. I get a pencil. And I write on a piece of paper, I am a pro football player. And, <laughs> and then I would go outside yeah. and I take my T-shirt, right? My little t- crew neck T-shirt. And I get a pen and write number 40 on it and put Sarah's on the back. And go outside and try to do all the moves I saw Gail Sayers do, and, and I got pretty good at it. Great at a young at a young age, I got pretty good at dodging and ducking guys, right? You, and I got to the point where if I didn't want you to touch me, you couldn't touch me, right? And then after that, maybe about a year later, I go to a Carver High football game, and I see Anthony Penn play. Yeah. And I say, forget Gail Sayers. I want to be that guy. <laughs> right? I want to be Anthony Penn, right? Yeah. And so then yeah. I'll, I'll change my number from 40 to number 10, and I'll put Penn on the back of my shirt, right? No kidding. And go out, and, and that's when I started to throw the football. At a young age, I started to throw the football like that, right? Mm-hmm. And then my generation, we had um, um, the birth of the Delray Rocks. Right. And so we got a chance to play organized ball at an early age. You know, thank God for Bill Smith. Bill Smith started their program in Delray, and, and that was in the 60s. I think he, I think he started in 67 or 68. And to this day, the Delray Rocks is a strong organization. Yeah. I mean, it, it's still going on strong. Matter of fact, I went to homecoming this past year, and yeah. I, I was just amazed. I say, my God. Does anything ever change in Delray? I mean, these kids at seven years old, six years old, that can just run the football and know what they're doing with the football. And so I go, wow, this is amazing. I mean, this is 100 years later, 50-some-odd years later, and this stuff is still going on. 
It's, it's just amazing. Yeah. And so the athletes that come out of Delray, I don't know what it is, Coach Price. I don't know if it's yeah. the water. <laughs> did, did I don't know Leonard, what did, it is. Did Benny Leonard ever coach you? Okay, Benny Leonard never coached me. Yeah, okay. I missed him by one year. <laughs> okay. So Bump Mitchell was my first coach, right? Mm-hmm. Who was a hard coach. He was a tough coach, right? And we won everything with him. We won the championship. And then the next year, I was coached by a guy named Don. Don was his name. And um, and then the next year, I go up to the big team, and Benny came in and coached the, 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 the second team, the 105 oh. team, when I was on the 130-pound team for the first time. Yeah, yeah. So I just missed him by one year. But he was a great coach. He was a great yeah. coach. Okay. He was a he was a great coach. And I heard he was a pretty good, decent football player at Seacrest. Well, uh, I can't comment on that. Okay. <laughs> uh, he played, though. His mother didn't want him to play. <laughs> he didn't want him to play? Oh, wow. Wow. That's a bad. Hey, back in those days, if your mom didn't want you to play, you were in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> My mom didn't want me to play either coach, but my dad talked her into it. I never forget being at the dinner table and she said, no, he can't play. Richard, he can't play. I'm sitting to the table like this. I got my head down. (laughs) She said, she said, no, I don't want to play. And my dad would, my dad being my dad, right. With a very calm voice. He said, Emma, we got to let him try. We got to let him try. And of course, she became a number one fan, right? So yeah, that's how yeah. it goes. Once they get over that and they see that the kid can play, they jump in. They jump in and go for it. Yes, sir. So tell me about, all right, so Greg, you were a great player. You were a great coach. Your dad taught you pretty much everything you knew. And then you got a brother named Steven. Tell me about Steven. Uh, Steve, Steve's probably the winningest junior high coach in the state of Arkansas because he did it for 40, 40, something, 40 plus years. Wow. And he, he had a lot of really good teams. He competed a lot in wow. uh, their playoffs and stuff in junior high school. He was a junior high coach up there. Wow. And wow. He, he's probably, the, he probably the, one of the winningest coaches in Arkansas junior high school. Man, that's, that's amazing right there. You, you know, especially when you talk about a junior high school or a middle school, you only can coach kids, what, one, one year, maybe two years? Maybe one or two or three at the and max. Got, when I, well, it was junior high when I was there. It was three years, but right. now it's middle school. It's so. middle school. So, right. And then I know in most middle schools, the sixth graders can't play. Right, right. And you can only have, I know in the middle school that my kids went to, if you're a seventh grader, they can only have like, two or three seventh graders on the team. So it's it's just about every year you're starting all over again with eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. And so you got to some kind of way know who those kids are and have your eye on them. Springdale Springdale kept the ninth grade in the junior high. So that helped out a lot. That helped out. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, that is so much fun. Now, guess who was my um, basketball coach at Carver Middle School? Uh, let me think. 
Not Burns. No, no, Burns was at Boca. Coach Burns was at Boca. But at Carver, I went to Carver Middle School. Dad and I went to an Atlantic basketball game and saw Burns call his last game. He was oh, really? retiring after after refereeing the game we went to see. Oh, wow. That's amazing. We, we talked to him. You talked to him? That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well, the guy who coached him was Mr. Hurst. You remember Mr. Hurst? Yeah. Mr. Hurst. Yeah. He was my coach. He was uh, my coach. And he was a heck of a basketball coach, too, right? We are talking about we did, Gertman's we, brother. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Miss Gertman's brother was my coach at Carver Middle School. Okay. Yeah. And we pretty much beat everybody. We even beat a Lakeshore team uh, from Belglade. And, you know, those kids from Belglade, they were like, their size, Greg, they were like high school kids in the eighth grade. They were so big. I coached at Glade Central for four years. You did? And. 75 to 79. Wow. You coached <laughs> over there in 75 and 79? Yeah. So I was in high school at that time. Right. That's I came crazy. Over, I came over and saw you play in the basketball tournament. I saw your football playoff games, too. Wow. That's amazing, man. <laughs> but, yeah. Hey, that game you said you saw me in in North Shore? Yeah. Me, Rick Roden, and Steve Harden went all together to see that game. Guess who else I met that night? Who was that? My wife, and we're still together. No kidding. She went to North Shore. She's a cheerleader at North Shore. No kidding. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> that, was, that was a great night for me. That was a great <laughs> night. It really was. I was impressed. 45, 45 years later, we're still here. Wow. Good for you. Well, cool. Well, listen, man, it's so good to have you guys on with me tonight. And um, Mr. Price, I can't, I can't thank you enough for coming on and you, you know, I wish we had did this a long time ago. Um, I've missed so many great people from Buck Ward. I wish I had a chance to have Buck Ward on the show. Of course, yeah. Coach Wilder and Coach Cooper have been gone some, some years now. I wish I had the ability to have Coach Harris and Coach Henson, right. Coach Baldwin. Yeah, I wish I had the privilege to have all of them on the show now and just talk to them, right? But um, they're all gone. But thank God you're still here, and we're, we're fortunate yeah. to have you still with us. And, uh, and you still not, you you, you got to write all those secrets down. I, <laughs> I know I got to eat dinner at between five and five. my wife would like that because she likes to eat dinner at five thirty. So I got to eat and I got to swim. Make it I, easy. Get pizza. No, no, no. We can't. Uh, we can't do that. Now. I, I know Coach <laughs> Price not eating pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so coach we swim we swim how many times a week three times a week do you swim oh yes i'm a, I'm a fish uh, i'm a good uh, swimmer so how many okay. times a week do you swim you swim for exercise no i haven't no okay all right no. how I'm many times do you swim i swim a, try to swim five days a week wow that's amazing. That. Yeah. Now, I got a friend, Coach. I got a good friend who you know his name when I call his name, who swims every day as well. And he swims for about two hours every day. Oh, that's great. <laughs> his name is Greg Dobson. Really? You know Greg Dobson? Carl yeah. High Greg Dobson? I remember him. Football, yeah. basketball, pitcher. Yeah. Played in the Met, Mets organization. You're not talking um, about Greg 
Hey, Greg. No, yeah. Greg Dobson. Greg Dobson. Barry's brother. Barry's, Barry's older brother. brother. Right. Barry, Barry's Barry older brother. Basketball team. Now, Barry was a pretty – he was a pretty decent fo- basketball player, wasn't he? Yeah, he played for dad. Yep, yeah. yep. He's, he's, he's still in Delray hanging on. Okay. He's, he's still doing good. He's still doing good. I see him all the time on Facebook, yeah. mm-hmm, which is grandkids. Yep. So listen, thank you. Thank you guys again, Greg. Appreciate you guys and Coach Price. Appreciate you. Hey, listen, when I come home, I'll be home next month. I'm going to take you to dinner. Okay. I'm going to take you to dinner. Dinner on me. I'm going to take you out to dinner. Greg, I want you to join us. Sure. But Greg, if we go to dinner with your dad, we got to eat like your dad. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> okay. Hey, we, are we having dessert? I want to know right now. Are we going to have dessert, Coach Price? Oh, uh, key lime pie. Oh, my man. My man. <laughs> Before we end our show today, we'd like to mention one more time this show is presented by Bet Online. Well, listen, guys, thanks again. Love you guys. Thank you for your time tonight. It's been a blessing. Well, Thank ladies you. and gentlemen, that's our show for tonight. We had the great family, the Price family, Coach Norman Price and yeah. Coach Greg Price with us tonight. Seacrest, Delray and Boynton Beach legends. Thank you guys yeah. for being with us tonight. You're welcome. Thank you. What is your favorite moment from football history? What teams and players are you cheering on and who will win it all? We want to hear from you, our listeners. Head over to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch and leave us a comment. We might use your suggestion in an upcoming episode. Tune in daily to the podcast and watch our show live every week. We are 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio on the Believe Podcast Network. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.